This holiday season, I'm giving thanks to our friends at Manscaped. Do I tell my extended family that I have the Performance Package 4.0 from the global leaders in below-the-waist grooming? It's got to be easier than coming out of the closet, right? <laughs> and not to mention, it includes their Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer to tame my bush and score brownie points with the in-laws. So gift yourself Manscaped or the man in your life who needs it. Join the 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with 20% off plus free shipping with the code FRATCHAT by going to manscaped.com. Okay, I am recording. Uh, Ready. Well, I feel like I should start off today with a song again because the people have been commenting how much they like my intro songs. I don't think that's true. <laughs> Not like that. Like lots <laughs> and lots. I don't know. All the people have been like, Carlos, man, they've been really funny. Like the one you did last week with the Backstreet Boys thing. They're like, whoo, that was hilarious. And I'm like, people, people, I will give you what you want, but please stop accosting me at Walmart. Uh, You know, it's like a whole thing. People is really just Virginia. (laughs) Carlos's mom. (laughs) And it's actually me dressed like her. It's not actually really her. It's just, you know, I get sad sometimes and I need someone to talk to me. And she won't answer my calls. Oh, so, my gosh. You know. But anyways, this just got sad. So let's do this in uh, three, two, one. What are you doing? Testies in my mouth. Get on the ground, you fucking pledge. Ew. Welcome to the greatest podcast experience of your life. This is the Frat Chat Podcast. All young men like three things. Featuring Carlos Garcia and Chris Moore. Yeah, what's up everybody? Welcome back to another edition of the greatest podcast in the history of podcasting time. It's the Frat Chat Podcast. How's it going, Mr. Boo? Yo, what's up, man? What's up? I'm good. How are you? Oh, you see, this week you actually remember that I asked you a question at the beginning of the show, and then you respond, and that's how we begin our weekly banter. So kudos point to uh-huh. you for remembering the format of the show uh, four seasons in. I'm very proud. Uh, Timmy, write that down. He gets uh, extra dessert today. <laughs> Fantastic. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> So I'm coming to you again from the living room because uh, 24 hours ago, little Stella was spayed, you guys. So uh, Julie's working from home today and getting her all the snuggles in the room. Uh, so I'll be out here probably eating a sandwich again this week, you guys. I do get hungry and I need to eat my blood sugar high. So. <laughs> so the girls are in the room and they're like, get you and your testosterone the fuck away from us. Yeah, right? It's like, you. Yeah. This was your idea, wasn't it? You evil bitch. I'm like, whoa, Stella, chill out. I didn't know you could talk. But then I realized I've been smoking weed for like six hours and then I get it. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my gosh. Speaking of weed, did I tell you my mom got her medicinal marijuana card? What? Mama Mo can get high medicinally? Oh my gosh, she's loving it. That's amazing. The other day. <laughs> so I made it so my mom and dad can track each other on their phones <laughs> because uh, my mom keeps getting high and wandering off. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> so the day she's like, she's like, baby, I'm at the corner store on Main Street. I just called your dad, daddy, to come pick me up, and I was like, oh, that's like a half hour walk. She's like, yeah, it was nice out. Like, oh my god, oh my damn. god. And I'm like, daddy, you have to watch her. Yeah, damn. I want, I want to get what she's having. God damn, medicinal stuff might just be better than the legal stuff here in oh New Jersey. Gosh. <laughs> she loves it. However, here we don't have dispensaries yet in Hoboken, so that's when that's when the party will really start. Uh, once I can actually, y'all go are buy taking it. too long. I know. I don't know what the fuck the deal is. There is supposed to be one built literally like a block and a half from my apartment. So when that day comes, that's probably going to be terrible for me and my monies. But <laughs> it's going to be awesome. However, it's taking way too long. I don't like it. Oh, by the way, uh, speaking of things that. I don't like. I, I'm going to start things off by reading a little article that came across my news feed. Oh, week. I don't like reading either. Oh, yeah. No, it's terrible, yes. right? <laughs> <laughs> well, luckily, this one actually didn't have pictures. Normally, I like to have my uh, books on, on with pictures in them and lots of them. But this, I'm glad it didn't. 
because uh, I came across this article, and it came across in several news feeds, but I like the headline from Forbes.com better. Uh, I just felt like they uh, really, really described it in quite detail, in few words. So check out this headline, Forbes.com. Men's genitals suffer bite by snake in toilet, causes them to rot. <laughs> I mean, why they got to use the word rot? I mean, that is literally what happens to this man's testicles. You have to hear this. This is... This is the craziest shit I have ever read in my life. It is everything my nightmares are made of. And it actually makes me feel better for checking the toilet every time. Because I always do. And I always have. And now I feel way less crazy. I just feel like everyone should. And it boggles my mind that so many women fall in the toilet. I'm like, are you just backing up without checking? (laughs) You deserve to fall in. What the fuck's wrong? (laughs) Beep, beep, beep. Wide load. <laughs> I, had a, I totally had an ex fall out of the toilet, and I just, like, laugh at her. And it was dis- it's disgusting, too, because you're just sitting there, and your ass is like, ew, that's where all the pee and stuff is. Like, ew, ew, ew. I just want to shower just talking about it. Gross. Ugh. But anyways, uh, this 47-year-old guy from the Netherlands was vacationing in a South African nature reserve. When nature called for him in the form of number two. And note the article didn't come up with that uh, pun. I did because I'm a fucking prodigal comedic genius, you guys. So make sure Forbes doesn't get credit for that one. That's a Carlos Garcia original. Uh, But anyways, unbeknownst to him, there was a very venomous cobra snake sitting in the toilet he chose to use. So I guess he just backed right on in there. And while sitting there, the snake lunged. For the man's testicles, buying them furiously. What, 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 did the snake come up through the pipes, or did it just crawl into the toilet and like wait? You know, that, that is a tough question, but I have heard of them come up through the pipes, and this is a reserve, so I don't imagine there might have even been like a full-on, like regular toilet like we expect. It might even oh. been, might even been a fucking bag, like or like a porta potty thing, like an old one of those wood ones that leads to the ground. Who knows what contraption they were using to poop in. Who knew that snakes were attracted to shit? But you know what, though? they I think they're attracted to warmth, and yeah. turds are, are hot. That's hot true. Shits. It was fresh. And, uh, ooh, that thing, ooh, that thing was bad. And we maybe there were rats in there, too, and other things that there was attracted to. Who knows? Maybe, but we, we need to um, petition to, to, to figure out... Why these snakes have such low self-esteem? <laughs> hey, that's true. They shouldn't be hanging out in shit. They're pretty cool snakes. Uh, yeah. And how are how are this guy like? Pay attention, dude. This, a cobra is a pretty big fucking snake, especially like a full-grown cobra. It's not a small fucking snake. And let's say this thing was a smaller one. It might have been like ten feet long. So it's like you fucking see one. <laughs> you see a cobra. Maybe like a six-foot cobra. You see a cobra. Like, come on. <laughs> uh, anyways. So, as soon as he gets bit, and then soon thereafter, he begins feeling this pain and like a burning sensation in his privates, the article says. And then the pain started radiating from his groin and up to his abdomen and chest. And, you know, that's when you know you definitely need uh, medical attention. However, the man had to wait three hours before a helicopter could bring him to the nearest trauma center which was 350 kilometers away. And the trauma center was like, did you fuck a local? (laughs) 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 Oh, I see the herpes came back, uh, Jimmy. Uh, We told you to use the ointment. Like we don't promote, we we don't, we don't talk about it because we don't want to. We don't want to affect tourism. But yeah, the bitches be fucking raw dogging with some nasty shit, bro. Yeah, man. Sorry, <laughs> we told you to wear a helmet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they made fun of him for a good forty-five minutes before they realized it was serious, and then they started medical attention. But you know, it is what it is. So uh, he gets to this trauma center, and the man, the doctors loaded that his genitals at this point were swollen and deep purple. Which is a sweet band, but not a good thing for your testicles. However, Smoke on the Water is a great song, you guys. Like, you can go check it yeah. out right now. Great song, especially if you're smoking on the water. <laughs> but yeah, no. Terrible, <laughs> terrible thing for your bowels. I will say that. And so 
he was suffering, apparently, from what's called scrotal necrosis as well, which is the medical term for tissue death. So basically, his ball sack was, as the, as the headline said, indeed rotting away while he was alive. The skin and the underlying tissue on the man's balls, and like his general area, was breaking down due to the toxins in the covermentum, which destroys cells and causes inflammation. So it starts swelling. <laughs> and the doctor gave him like eight doses of snake venom, uh, a bunch of other shots, some antibiotics. And this thing, the venom apparently also included a toxin that destroys red blood cells, which can lead to kidney failure. And, you know, it can lead the guy to have to go to dialysis. Oh, my God. A week later, they were able to stabilize this man. And, of course, now you got to take the man to the operating room to see what you can do for his bolax. <laughs> this is where it gets even worse for the guy like you think like the worst is over now now the surgeon has to remove like the dead skin from the area and then like sew up the wound on like the scrotum area i guess as you call it and like left a drain there so like oh all the pus and all the blood and all the shit just starts like coming out of you (laughs) and then they noticed a hole in the shaft of his penis and then they had to cut away the dead tissue around that. And then they had to put a vacuum device on his balls to help the wound heal. So after about like nine days, the guy was able to return home to the Netherlands where he received further care at some hospital there. And then, of course... <laughs> yeah, help me to hug. For sure. At least a high five. He's going to need a support group. And then maybe that Bobbit guy can be his sponsor. Then he gets home and, you know, you think it's over. But no. There he develops a fever. (laughs) (laughs) And then he had to go like a bunch of other surgeries on his penis to remove more dead tissue on the shaft. Then uh, they took some skin from his groin and sewed it from that groin area and sewed it to his penis to make it like look more normal. And then, after his kidney function improved, he was discharged from the hospital. So, (laughs) a year later, it was revealed that he did recover full use and full sensation, in his penis at least, but he still had to go a bunch of other procedures. He's lying. Yeah, right? Like, he's like, I feel everything. He's a liar. It looks like a a wet noodle. Everything's normal. (laughs) No. You know, I wonder if they sent him to Netherlands because they're like, listen, like, this is, this is like a paparazzi field day. Like, we're just going to transfer you for the sake of your embarrassment. <laughs> yeah, right, so no one knows what you're going through in Netherlands. Like, everyone here is, like, equipped with their with their cameras, ready to take a picture of the guy with the busted nuts. So <laughs> Yeah, sure. A lot of tourists are doing it for you. I don't know why. He, let me guess. He was white. Well, yeah, obviously he was white. And he's from the Netherlands, so you're, I mean, the chances are that he's going to be white if he's from the Netherlands, to be fair. Yeah, like real <laughs> yeah. white. I just feel like, like huh? what's, what's the deal with um white people always wanting to go on these, like, nature reserve, like, hikes and things? It's, it's I, I feel like we've come so far as a species, you know, like, I've, I've seen Survivor. It doesn't look like fun to me. You know what I mean? Why would I put myself through that? Go to the zoo and throw peanuts at apes. Like a normal person, you freak. Yeah. I think myself, why can't you just watch these shows and live vicariously and have a, a cathartic effect from, you know, watching everyone, you know, on Fear Factor and whatnot. I just don't get it. I don't I don't get it. Why don't you throw rocks and squirrels like a normal person, you losers? I know. I know. So the moral of the story here is clearly you always want to check the toilet before sitting in it, people. So I found a dead mouse once actually floating in mine in Baltimore. So I do know from experience that animals can end up there. And I have read about snakes coming up the pipes before. Dude, that says a lot about your toilet. Yeah, the, right. The, the, the mouse peered over, took a whiff, <laughs> and just died instantly. <laughs> no, the, mouse came, the mouse came out and looked around my apartment like, this is a shithole, committed suicide in the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I also want to take a second to remind you guys that this podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, which you can get 20% off and free shipping by using promo code uh, FRATCHAT. Uh, this guy's balls will not be thanking him anytime soon, but yours can. So 
That's a freebie, Manscaped. That's a freebie. I love how we're talking as if he still has balls. I know. He's just, not, he's just too embarrassed Ooh, to I wonder what it. it looks like now. I feel like it looks like a dick with a tongue. Like, it's like, uh. Well, <laughs> on a different note, I had a lot of fun with you guys this oh, week. Oh, yeah, buddy. Because we basically did double duty, baby, at the Just Kidding Comedy Show at QED Astoria on Thursday. And of course, the greatest comedy show of all time at Broadway Comedy Club on Friday. And both shows were stacked. And I got to say, those rooms are totally different. Uh, I like the, you get like a much closer vibe at QED. So that's such a like fun, smooth ride. And then Broadway Comedy Club, the crowd's always like a little more uh, wild and ruckus. And so they're just both awesome experiences. And I had such a good time at them. So we got to keep rocking. Okay, so nothing against Broadway Comedy Club. But QED has some pretty stellar snacks. Yeah, they do. Just throw that out there. And a Broadway Comedy Club would make their like two item minimum include baked goods. You know, just saying. It might be a good thing. That's true. Uh, however, uh, last time our friends went to the show, I saw they were all snacking. And I was like, sometimes, I mean, it's good for them. Like, it's good to support the club and stuff. But at the same time, in my head, when I was when I was up on stage and I was watching the meet, I was like, do you know what you're doing? <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> like ew burn that <laughs> uh, so you know check us out at the greatest comedy show of all time tiny.cc slash greatest comedy show or check me out at carlos does the world on instagram check that little link in bio it's a little link tree baby so there's a bunch of links in there including links to all the just kidding dates links to the greatest comedy show dates links to this podcast and all the stuff's about me and simo the cool articles uh pictures of simo's mom naked that i update every single day it's 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 a bunch of great stuff you guys so check it out yeah <laughs> Oh, and lastly, for me, uh, have you seen these new Taylor Swift videos that are making the rounds? I've heard a lot about it, but I haven't seen anything. You know, I'm not, surprisingly, I'm not, like, a huge Taylor Swift fan. Like, I appreciate her. What? But I'm not, like, part of her, like, posse. <laughs> I know, and uh, we got to be careful. Uh, I have to preface anything we say, but we better be very careful with what we say about Taylor Swift on this podcast because her fans are fucking vicious, dude. And you think, like, getting canceled is hard? Taylor Swift fans getting mad at you? Uh, 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 you don't want to do that. They will fucking kill you. So we got to be very careful about what we say. So we love you, Tay-Tay. <laughs> Please don't murder us. <laughs> but I did see that, you know, these videos are making the waves, and Julie was going nuts for them. So I figured... You know, I'm going to try to broaden my horizons as a cool, studly male and see what the hoopla is all about, as the kids say, you know. And I got to say, I got some findings. And first things first, I got to give her credit. There's two of them. The videos were good. There's good cinematography. There's clearly a story to both of them. Uh, very well told. They look like little movies. And in the first one, the redheaded girl from Stranger Things is in it. So it's cool casting. Uh, Blake Lively directed the second one. And, and it was actually like really, really well done. So it's pretty good stuff. And the songs were good too. Which I'm, I'm not really... I can't really say I'm familiar. A lot of Taylor Swift's catalog, if you will. But I gotta say, I like the songs. Are they just about more breakups? <laughs> isn't, that what the, isn't that what the girl writes about breakups? Well, it's perfect thing that you asked. So... Not just the first song, but both songs are about Jake Gyllenhaal, which is kind of weird, <laughs> if you ask me. Uh, Wait, they dated? Yeah, like forever ago. This is like, I mean, no, I think these are re-releases. Whoa, 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 whoa. He's too old for her. Yeah, but I mean, how old is she now? Timmy, how old is how old is Taylor Swift? Because I have no idea. She's not even 30 yet, is she? What? Taylor Swift has been around forever. There's no way she's younger then, yeah, but she was like four she's thirty one. She first came on the That's map. That's true. She's thirty one. Okay. And how, how old is Jake Gyllenhaal? Tell me how old is Jake Gyllenhaal? He is forty, so nine years apart. And Hollywood, that's not so bad, I gotta say. And she looks like she's. Oh yeah, that's true. This is like, this is like, maybe, yeah. Hopefully, she was eighteen. Uh, <laughs> let's say that, Jakey Poo, because otherwise, you're a creep, son. <laughs> Even very handsome, but you're a creep. Good actor, but you're a creep. So let's hope. Okay, 
So, what's going on with that dude that had the AR-15 and shot some people during a protest? Uh, Isn't public opinion to give him the fucking chair? Yeah, but he got off, actually. By the time this we're recording this, he just got off, like, a couple hours ago. Just came out. Oh, man. Yep. Yep. That's so stupid. Why is this little boy got a gun like that? Black people in America, he drove across oh state God. lines with everything. this gun specifically to go to this thing. And then he kills people. And then it was self-defense. No. And then he did the worst crying act. Like, I've done, I've seen some shitty fake crying in my day. Right? I'm an actor. And I've been in some audition rooms where I'm like, what the fuck is going on here with the scene partner? That was bad. I, I feel like right before he started crying, his mom was like, Eat your broccoli. <laughs> <laughs> <I can't>. Please. <laughs> he was trying to think, like, think of your dead puppy. Think of your dead puppy. But I killed my dead puppy. Think of him anyways. <laughs> and then he like looked over at the jury mid cry to see if like they bought it. It was like really bad, dude. So I don't know. Uh I don't know. I feel like at the same time, people people are not freaking out more because they kind of expected it, <laughs> which is the sad reality. Yeah, but there's going to be a hit out on his ass. Oh, yeah. So he better look both ways crossing the street and see with one eye open because, you know, karma's a bitch. Yeah, you better not drop the soap or Simo's going to give you a bloated sandwich, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, Simo. <laughs> yeah, boy. <laughs> You're not going to be 17 forever. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So I think we jibber-jabbered on for long enough. Uh, It's time to get to it, Mr. Mo. This week, we got to do a little something-something that we did last season that was actually very fun and people loved and uh, we had a lot of fun with. And uh, I made sure to seek a more diverse uh, pool of guests from my side of it this time because i uh apparently only picked one guy last time so <laughs> sorry <laughs> he just asked a lot of good questions so uh here's a bunch of different people and it's called ladies and gentlemen it's letters from the listeners Da-da-da-da-da. we're gonna talk to you guys just so the listeners know we, that we're very responsive and interactive on our social media all the platforms so these are um, questions that, that were either left in comments on posts or uh, direct messages to myself. So um, thank you in advance. Thank you all so much for some some of these lovely questions. Yeah, these are the questions to our DMs, to our Frat Chat Podcast channels, Simo's Grinder account, you know, all kinds of places where we pull from. Yes. It's fantastic. Uh, <laughs> thank you guys for asking. And especially all those on Simo's Grinder account. Yeah. Will not believe the things they asked. So, uh, yeah, thanks, guys. Let's get to it. Uh, would you like to go first, sir, on our second edition of questions? Sure. From the listeners. I think I think this is a nice segue coming from Taylor Swift's her premise for every song. Uh, okay, so some <laughs> someone named Cameron, and, and I, I try to find where Cameron's from. Like Cameron or Cameron, the rapper. Um, Cameron, not the rapper. This person's white uh, and yeah. spends a lot of time in Salt Lake City. So my assumption is that maybe they're from Salt Lake City. Mm. Mm. But Cameron asked, what else do you recycle through besides men? Oh. Seems like you're always on to the next flavor of the week. Burn. He called you a slut, Simo. You're a dating whore. Look at you, little dating whore. How I many boyfriends Cameron you got? Did. Dating whore. You got to have 19 boyfriends today. Dating whore. Maybe you might have 20. Dating whore. Ha, 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 ha. I'm Cameron. Well, dating Cameron, whore. Mr. Mormon from Salt Lake City. Um, that gay face isn't fooling anybody. Oh. And I think there's a sense of jealousy that there's no pictures of Cameron with any nice-looking young fellows. Uh, so, I don't know. Uh, I I, I, I want to answer this honestly, but I also want to roast Cameron. Like, like Cameron, do you wear mesh when you go out tanning? Like, do, do your friends throw shit at you through a screen door? Why are you so freckled? Uh, okay. <laughs> so, oh, he's a ginge. Okay, so... Yeah. To be fair, uh, I feel like we should put a disclaimer out when we do these things. 
to our ginger listeners. Uh, you know, if you are a ginger and you submit a question, the first thing we probably do is, you know, make fun of your gingerness for a good two to three minutes, and then we'll answer your question. But we don't hate you. It's just we can't help it. You know, like we we do it for with a good friend and uh, founder of the Moonlight Clothing, Nate Gonzalez, who you know, tremendous friend, has no soul. He's a ginger. Can't help it. So we love him anyways. A daywalker. He is a daywalker. He could go out day and night because he has no freckles. So. The freckles, I guess, is what kills your skin. I don't know. He's got nice paley skin that just like absorbs the sun nicely enough to keep him away from death, I guess. Because that's what happens when gingers go outside. Just they just like spontaneously combust. They're like, ah, the sun. <laughs> well, I I will say in all honesty that I think these men recycled through me. Mm. I don't think I'm recycling through them. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Here, here's the thing. I um uh I definitely enjoy the company of men. Yeah. However, I have pretty strong self-esteem, and so like if there's a non-negotiable and we can't get past it, I don't want to waste your time. I don't want you to waste my time. You're just gonna call it quits. Uh, the other day, Osmario was like, "I hope we can still be friends," and I said, "No, I have enough friends." Oh, Sorry, dude. Yeah. I have enough friends. I'm not. I'm not looking for a friend. I got lots of friends. I'm looking for a, a, a partner in crime to spend my life with. And if I don't think that's you, next. You know what I'm thankful for? That we live in a world where I can finally stop grooming my boys down there with the wrong trimmer. Oh yeah. So what have you used? Oh, you name it. Razors, hair clippers, mm-hmm. scissors, mm-hmm. tweezers, my brother's face shaver. You know the usuals. Your brother's face shaver. <laughs> well, I don't want to use my own. But Ew, anywho, uh, you think your holiday spread is good? It's time to give thanks to the Manscaped Performance Package 4.0. Or as I like to call it, the perfect package for your package. I like that. Inside, you'll find their Lawnmower 4.0 Trimmer, Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver Toner, Performance Boxer Briefs, and a travel bag to hold your goodies. Think of it as a cornucopia for your balls. Plus... Their Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin-safe technology. It also gives you the ability to turn the 4000K LED spotlight on and off when needed for a more precise shave, plus it's waterproof. The Performance Package 4.0 also includes the Weed Whacker to chop your worst weeds up top in your nose and ears. This nose and ear hair trimmer uses a 9000 RPM motor-powered 360-degree rotary dual blade system to provide proprietary skin-safe technology which helps prevent nicks, snags, and tugs in those delicate holes. You gotta protect the delicate holes, my friend. Yeah, I'm very delicate. Oh, and you also can't forget that Manscaped's liquid formulations because they're like the pumpkin pie and ice cream after Thanksgiving dinner. You can't live without them. And those are the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant and Crop Reviver Toner Spray. Oh, man, your balls will be living in turkey heaven with these formulations. So for our gifters out there, allow Manscaped to seal the deal with two free gifts from in their performance package 4.0, the Manscaped boxers and the shed travel bag. Gifting Manscaped is the ultimate hack to become the family favorite. Like, really, seriously, get your mom to love you. (laughs) Trying so hard. Uh, So Manscaped has been busy and just launched the refined body wash and two-in-one shampoo plus conditioner. Both feature the Manscaped signature scents and will help unlock your confidence this year. Your boys and body will be oh so fresh and oh so clean when you start off your self-care routine with the ultimate body wash, shampoo, and conditioner. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code FRATCHAT at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code FRATCHAT at manscaped.com. Be thankful this holiday season for the best gift of all from Manscaped. Your balls will thank you. And SEMO and totally doesn't have unreasonable non-negotiables, you guys. It's like if you turn the remote uh, volume under 37, he dumps you. You know what I mean? That's totally normal thing. Yeah. If you like uh, regular butter, but not, I can't believe it's not butter, he dumps you, you guys. Uh, it's like totally normal. Correct. If you use like like Walmart branded toiletries. I was going to say. 
I mean, or single ply toilet paper. He's out. He wouldn't even as soon as he'll ask that in dating profiles. Do you use single ply toilet paper? And if they say yes, it's game over. He won't. He will not even talk to you. And if you reveal that on the third date, that's the ultimate betrayal. So you better, you guys better start double plying your shit. You know, totally reasonable things. Oh my gosh, I went on a date with someone fairly recently, and uh, when he sat down, his ass was hanging out, and I was like, why is it that some people? can't feel a breeze on their butt crack. I was like, if I if I have any stretch of skin exposed to air, you know, specifically like my lower back and top of my butt crack, like I would know. And he was like, yeah, right? Like, I don't get that either. And I was like, I'm referring <laughs> to you. Sir, I'm talking to you. I was like, what? Oh, I didn't realize. It's like, yeah. No, I, I, dude. But it boggles my mind how people are like he that. He realized. I think he was trying to give you a little easy access, if you know what I mean. Because, for example, uh, right now as I sit here, I'm leaning forward a little bit. And I totally know for a fact there's uh, some plumber's crack hanging out. Of, uh, oh, Carlos. And uh, Yeah, but is it like swampy, gross, hairy plumber's crack? No, because we have Manscaped. That's true. It's well-groomed. And Manscaped save our lives. It's well-groomed. And this guy should have had some Manscaped. That's true. That, uh, you got to keep it groomed if you're going to let it hang out. And no, no one's looking at me except for uh, Timmy right now. And, you know. <laughs> if he would have fart near, near a fire, there'd be a whole fucking forest fire in his pants. <laughs> Shave that shit. Uh, yeah. If you want to show it off, shave yeah, it. Keep it trimmed, you guys. I feel like, uh, <laughs> especially these days, the modern man can grow quite a lot of body hair, but keep it trimmed, you Keep it trimmed. <clears throat> All right. So let's move on to my question. And uh, Jason asked, hey, guys, love the show. What do you think hurts more, giving birth or getting kicked in the nuts? I say, well, I think getting kicked in the nuts is one of the worst things that man can ever experience. I think giving birth uh, lasts way longer, and it tears a woman from the vagina right to their asshole. So I gotta think that beats nut kick. However, I think what beats birth is cobra bite to the balls, as we learned earlier. Yeah. Because that story earlier sounded awful. So I feel like in a battle of birth versus nut kick, birth wins. But you throw in Cobra Nut Bite, whew, things change very fast, Mr. Mao. So that's what it gets said. See, I would like to think that the average person looks at the toilet before they plop down on it. So the I'm hoping, who knows? I'm hoping that that's what happens. So that's the case. Ooh. That's pretty rare. If it's we'll just make a pull. kicking we'll in the balls. Out. Yeah, if it's just um, between kicking, getting kicked in the balls and labor, I mean, like, if I eat too much spaghetti before I go to bed, I think I'm dying. <laughs> So to imagine like a parasitic being inside my gut for for six months. Oh shit! No, nine months. Seema's <laughs> an alien. Seema's an alien. Um. So yeah, just pregnancy itself sucks. And then and then if 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 I was you know, pushing something through like my pee hole and it tore like oh my god right, some kidney stones the nuts instead <laughs> just quick and easy done out done with yeah, it yeah then the next guy I should ask you and this this will be for a question for another day what would hurt more uh kidney stone passing a, a big kidney stone or giving birth i feel like that's more comparable because kidney stones suck and when i burst my appendix uh this dude was in my hospital room because uh, I'm too poor to get my own room. And uh, he had a thing, a condition that made him produce like an abnormal amount of them. So he had at his at that point, like over 50 kidney stones. And they were going to like try to pass 54 kidney stones or something, which is why he was in the hospital. And he was just sitting there with like a, a catheter in his dick, like in total pain. And I was like, oh, the guy feel. Are kidney stones like actual stones? Yeah, it's like little, it's like uh, essentially just stuff that hardens up. And, uh, you know, but it comes out and it hits the toilet. It's a clink. <laughs> it's like a little rock. I wonder if you could like make jewelry out of it. Ooh, Simo's kidney stones. You could do it. Because to me, it's like, it's like a pearl comes from an organism. Pearls come from oysters. That's true. So why wouldn't we take our own little pearls and make jewelry? That's true. You could make little earrings or nose rings. You know, that would yeah. be great. You could make a little rose or a tongue ring. Ah, la, 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 la. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I definitely don't want kidney stones. But if it was going to um, uh, turn into a beautiful piece of jewelry, then I, you know, I might be more willing. That's why you're an entrepreneur, dude. That's a great idea. 
Good thought. <laughs> you know, I, I can't make a child into jewelry. Even like baby Bjorn, like it dominates an outfit. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. See, this is why I do things like this with you. See, Mario, you have the mind for business. <laughs> if you got kidney stones, hit us up. We're going to make billions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. You're up. Who's next? Okay. So Scott from Tampa um, looks like a funny guy. He says, what's the deal with Uncle Gary? Have you unpacked that in therapy? And so <laughs> I'm going to say that I actually don't have an Uncle Gary. And normally Uncle Gary is brought up by Carlos. So I'm going to ask you, what's the deal with Uncle, G- <laughs> Uncle Gary? Well, uh, let's just say that uh, some of Simo's family is, uh, you know, more well known in certain circles. So they asked me uh, to keep their discretions at bay by using a fake name, you guys. So, (laughs) you know, even though they like things that I'm totally against, you know, like pinkies and assholes, sometimes two pinkies, sometimes three. And I'm like kind of to recruit a homeless guy to insert the third word because I only have two, you know. Uh, Even though sometimes they demand that they eat macaroni and cheese off my toes after I stuck said toes in said homeless guy's butthole. And then, you know, they like start licking it off like pigs uh, eating slop and then they make pig noises while they do it. It's like a whole thing. Even though they do things like that, I want to respect their privacy in times like this. And, uh, you know, I don't want to hurt the family business. Well, thank you for your consideration. You're welcome. And, and, uh, and tell your father um, he owes me one gonna, for a totally unrelated reason. I'm wondering uh, when I'm going to profit off this family business. I got toes and mac and cheese in my apartment right now. Let's go. <laughs> That's true. But Sibo uh, has like a like a size 19 shoe. So they're kind of like too big. You know what I mean? Like, they're like, ugh. Sibo's mm-hmm. toes look like bird claws. Like, craw. <laughs> They pay very well, and that's why I've been able to afford um, this apartment for so many years. You know, it's like, Uncle Gary, if you're going to keep your identity safe, you will wire me $10,000 now. (laughs) 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 All right. So for my next one is uh, Tristan from Maryland. That's a cool name, Tristan. Uh, Tristan? Yeah, T-R-I. Is that a boy or a girl? Ooh, I don't know. That doesn't, there's no There's no picture. I have no idea. Tristan, I did know a girl named Tristan, but I also knew a dude named Tristan. So, Tristan, follow a question to you. Let us know if you're a dude or a girl, because I have no idea. Or or, or if you're a they, you know? I don't want to, I don't want to just classify as one or the other, because I'm totally woke and cool. So, FYI, unlike Seema over there, who's like, you must be totally uh, binary and get out of my bathroom, bitch. And I'm like, whoa. What? <laughs> no. <laughs> God. He just goes, stands at Walmart with a I shotgun. I an illusion. Thank you. <laughs> He's like, but this illusion, it better be a man or a woman or else. And <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, Tristan asked, you always joke around a lot about this, but how old is Simo really? And what, Tristan? Oh my God. <laughs> I'm glad you asked. Nick from Harlem asked him the same <laughs> <No>. thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad you asked because I honestly have no idea. In fact, uh, I would say that no one knows because uh, as far as I know, Simo has been around longer than we've had IDs, you know, and he's had so much work done uh, that his facial recognition. Uh, software doesn't work for him you know like just like the fbi's doesn't either it's not just his it's like it's like nsa's doesn't either if you put his face in the thing no one knows that's why he still uses like the classic passcode you know what i mean because he doesn't want to confuse his iphone anymore because every time he would use the facial recognition software his phone would just be like who are you (laughs) (laughs) you know what after i got i i got um my lips done one time and and my phone wouldn't recognize me (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> see see but then the next thing they dig is when you get it done it's so swollen the first day and then and then it kind of like the next morning you wake up you're like oh my god thank god i'm normal again but right after you get your lips done you have this moment of like oh my god did i just do that to myself is it gonna look like this forever oh my god i wonder if that's how that guy um, who got bit in the nuts by a cobra earlier in the episode uh, if that's how he felt he would just look down like oh god maybe it's back to normal now ah uh, maybe now ah uh, maybe now uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I can tell the listeners that I have been 29 for almost a decade. <laughs> How's that? Yeah, it sounds great. That's uh, totally great. 
very truthful, somewhat answer. So cool, great minds, uh, Tristan. And what was your person's name? This is Nick, and Nick. he lives in Harlem. All my questions came from Instagram, and so like I just look and see like where they're based or where most of their pictures were from. Ah, so so um, you creep. So so I was a little bit of a creep. Sorry, Nick, for stalking your Instagram. Okay, so um, see, I'm not a creep. Uh, I uh, I just went with if they said where they're from, I said it. But in some cases here, you will not hear it because I do not care to follow you through your profiles like a creepy, creepy man. So send me more questions next time, and your identities will be safe, just like Uncle Gary's. And remember, the money is waiting. Tick tock, tick tock, Uncle Gary. Keep a secret, so don't tell me nothing. Don't want repeated. Okay, so this next one is from Tyler from San Diego. Sup, dude, Tyler. And Tyler like is he a talks like bitch. this. Hey, yo, my name is Tyler, and I like to hang out and hit some waves, bro. And I like, you know, like hit the Nar Nar Binks style surf bingalunga. Because that's like lingo there. You know what I mean? That's how the, cool, the kids talk these days. So, Tyler, go on, dude. Tubular. Go on, bro. Ask the question, Tyler. Yeah. You know what that sounds like? Did you ever watch the movie Three Ninjas? Yeah, Three Ninjas was awesome. And the three bad guys that tried to kidnap them sound like that. <laughs> dude, dude. Remember? And they all had long, beautiful hair. Well, I guess the only way to remember is by watching them all again. But, oh, man, I miss all those movies. Okay, so, so Tyler said, Chris, every picture of you is sporting a different hairstyle. <laughs> <laughs> what does your hair actually look like, or do we even have hair? Yeah, Simo's actually bald, you guys, <laughs> and we just like put all these like funny wigs on him, and then I Photoshop hair on a lot of his hair. You know, he just looks like he looks like a gay Professor Xavier from the X Men, <laughs> and he's been in a wheelchair too, um, so it totally works. <laughs> so I, I think okay, th- th- I think that's a fair question actually. I mean, yeah, you do change your hair, a lot. Tyler. That was a little shady. But um, I can tell you that we use pictures of me with long hair for branding purposes just because in college, that's what I looked like. Mm-hmm. But uh, since college, well, I don't know. I guess since we started the podcast, I've had short hair the whole time. A little shaggy at one point, and then I, I cut it all off. And if you go and you go back in the pod, there's also a story. I forget what episode, though. So you have to listen to them all. <laughs> or Simo's hair got caught in a tanning booth. And that precipitated. Oh yeah, when we interviewed Veronica, yeah, that episode, and that precipitated. Yeah, so <laughs> so I don't have long hair anymore. Uh, I wish I did, but that was taken from me. Yeah. And so I um I keep my hair fairly short, but my hair is very curly, um and so it's um problematic. So any other guys with curly hair, you guys know how it is. Yeah, it's not a whole lot I can do with it. And them. he used to have uh, really long pubes, like really like past the knee and uh, then we were sponsored by manscape so now we're good yeah yeah good stuff good stuff okay so next question is uh from jess asked what is the most annoying part of comedy hmm, the most annoying part of comedy well i guess i would have a two-pronged answer here because one thing that pisses me off to the core is sketchy bringer shows and their producers because, I mean, that, that just grinds my gears. They take young comedians' hopes, dreams, and money and then just screw them over by putting them on these, like, really subpar, terrible shows with other crappy comics. And if you see a guy that produces a show that just, like, looks like he just got fired from a local Walmart for drinking and jerking off on the job, he probably runs a <laughs> sketchy breaker. You just, like... I know a few. Yeah, dude. Like, you, you'll know by the posters, too. Like, when it's just, like... There's no effort in it, and the tickets are like 25 bucks, and the show is on like a Saturday at like 4.30 p.m. or 5 o'clock. <laughs> yeah. It's like if there's still daylight out, and you're, you probably should not be inside of a comedy club, you guys. That's all I'll say as a comedian. Correct. Uh, yeah, so that pisses me off beyond belief. The second annoying thing to me, and this is just a personal thing, uh, when people boomerang comics or uh, take pictures of a show – and they always like make the caption like so and so is crushing it, but then you can like clearly see the crowd behind them and just like looks bored as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> or there's no crowd. Yeah, there's like one person there, and you're pretty sure it was the comedian that performed before the one you're watching. 
It's like, come on, do yeah. better. You just at least get really close in there. And just take a solid picture. It does not need to be boomeranging. And don't include the club, man. If they look bored, like that's like, I, I feel like I shouldn't have to say that. Like, I feel like that should be a common sense thing, but I see it all the time. Like, thank you so much. This amazing crowd. It's just like some guy's asleep. There's another dude's on his cell phone. This guy's like yelling at his wife. The server's crossing over. It's like a the worst. So come on, guys. Well, I have lots of pet peeves. I'll do this really quick. One, I don't like when I'm hosting and they remind you over, not you, but people over and over and over that their time is up. So when they go over, they're taking time away from other comedians, which is shitty. Yeah. So that's a pet peeve of mine. It's also a pet peeve of mine when producers tack on more comedians to make what should have been an hour and a half long show. Oh, God. No one should be watching comedy for more than an hour and a half. I went to see one Um, that you were on that luckily you weren't in a terrible spot at it, but they started adding all these comics in the end. I don't know if they were giving their friends spots or what, but the show went on and on. And I've been on those, too. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> what is happening? And I was looking at you from across the stage like, you son of a bitch, Simo. What have you done to me? <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's annoying. I don't like when, when professional comics treat a, um, a actual show like an open mic yeah. by just looking through notes. Yeah, that pisses me uh, I think that if it's a professional show, then you should be professional. Mm-hmm. I also think um, that going to open mics and, see, and hearing – People do the same jokes that they're working on, but they haven't changed anything. It's like after years and years, if you're still workshopping the sh- same jokes and you're still not getting any positive feedback, drop Yeah, it. dude. Come on. If no one's buying into the joke. After the third or fourth time using it, you'll probably know. <laughs> I have jokes that I've loved that I've had to cut because they just don't work. Or they work one time and they never work again. You're like, damn it. You Don't stink up the joint just to make one joke work. Move on, dude. There's plenty of creativity you yeah. can have. So, yeah, those are good. I like those. All right, so I got a question from someone named Dylan in Chicago. Dylan. Dylan. Sorry, I was in Chicago five years ago. You should have hollered at me. We could have made some sweet lovies. I don't really have a Dylan Ooh, yeah, impression because I just sounds like every white guy. So, I'd be like, hello, I'm Dylan. Uh, I work in accounting. And uh, I like to take evenings off. But Fridays... I put on a mask and like you fuck me in the ass. Whoa, Dylan, relax. <laughs> Dylan's a pervert. I could be down with Dylan. Yeah. Dylan, get down. You know what? I'll try and think once. That's why I'm gay. Okay, so so Dylan from Chicago asked me what my type was. Oh. He said, What's your type? Uh well, small and Asian. Go. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was funny because I, I was like, I don't know if I really have a type, but I think I I, I think I do Small and Asian. Of Go. <laughs> Or minorities that look like Asians, like Portuguese. Go. <laughs> uh, okay, so so I don't really date a whole lot of white people specifically. Um, so everyone else, sure, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that, that's see what I, I see. I can tell with. you that I prefer people to be a little bit taller. Fitness is important to me. You don't have to be fit, but you have to at least put in an effort. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Because you do you have any friends that run marathons, but they don't look like they run marathons? My uncle is in his sixties, and he literally just ran the New York Marathon a couple of days ago. And I went to get food with him the day after. Went to get uh, steaks because he needed his protein, brother. And I expected like him to look amazing, and he could like like barely hobble down the stairs. And I was like, "What the fuck?" And it didn't look like soreness or anything. It was just like he just like when he's not working out or running he you know he moves at a very slow pace <laughs> but i was like you just ran a marathon sir uh so you know totally, totally you know if someone me. if someone tells me they ran a marathon i'm like that's sexy yeah your uncle sounds sexy to his me. his name is pablo and tell, your single. Uncle, tell your uncle to put on a to put on a mask and let me fuck him on Fridays. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> By the way, oh, Simo yeah. does Simo. like it when you guys put effort into your fitness. Like for example, uh, he demands that you know you at least wear a sleeveless shirt at the buffet because you know you want to you want to accentuate the guns while you lift some heavy plates, brother. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I I, I I I I am attracted to muscles. I'm not gonna lie. Um, and I, I, I think height is, is attractive for me because I'm tall. So I want them to be at least eye level roughly. Um, so when I'm on OkCupid, 
that's the that's the dating site of choice for uh, for me. When I'm all okay, Cupid, if they are like five seven or below, I swipe left. I'm like, nope. <laughs> if they live in Jersey, I'm like, nope. They gotta be close to me. If if um they don't have that much stuff written in their profile and they're like, this is a work in progress. I'm like, you're not even trying. Yeah, right. Nope. Um, I also am not a big fan of body hair, uh, which is controversial in the gay community, yeah. but I just think it's scratchy. It's just itchy to me. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta be with the right dudes, you know? Like, Julie over here gets a full uh, shag rug of a man every time she snuggles into this, these chest pubes, brother. Well, good for <laughs> Julie, but... But I would, I would put you outside with the rest of the animals. Yeah. I wake up and she's like nuzzling into them, going like. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, sit, sit, roll over. You know, so if, if Brad Pitt came up t- to me and was like, hey, do you want to fuck? And with this shirt off and he was like covered head to toe and body hair. I'd be like, oh, Brad, this isn't going to work. I'm so sorry to waste oh your time. God. Nope. I, Can I have cat hair? Thanks. I can't imagine his body covered in hair because he is so lean too and just like hairless that the thought of a single hair on Brad Pitt's body is almost, I don't know, it's almost like sacrilege to me. You know what I mean? Like I can't imagine this. <laughs> I feel like his body naturally just like lasers them out as soon as they try to grow. Hair is important in the right places. Yeah. I, I went out with this guy one time who checked all the boxes but his eyebrows were so tweezed Ooh. and there's so much of a gap between his eyebrows and they were so thin it just, i felt like i was like on a date with like a drag queen it was like, you know it what was I mean? like little so, hitler stashes over his eyes it's like Ooh, what's <laughs> going on here <laughs> yeah <laughs> so yeah and frank and i were like no yeah. thanks all right next one is it me or you you just answered right yeah okay and this was from tony and this one's another comedy one. Any advice for starting for starting out in stand-up comedy? Uh, yes, don't do it because everybody will laugh at you and not in the way that you want. Uh, you'll also be quickly written out of your family will, and uh, your grandma will have a second heart attack, and uh, you know, perhaps stay your land. Uh, not just kidding. That's just my life. Uh, <laughs> no, dude. I would say to borrow a phrase from the good people at Nike, just do it, brother. You know, you want to get out there and write some material, and then when you're ready, you hit an open mic. And you start seeing what you know gets you a laugh and what doesn't. And focus your energy on the stuff that does. And then get that stuff and make it stronger. And then when you feel like you have strong enough material, record your set and start looking for like local shows that you can submit. You know, it's like bar shows or something else. Uh, maybe comedy clubs. Uh, and eventually you'll get a little nibble. Someone will be like, yeah, sure, I'll give you a spot. And then, uh, you know, do well. And hopefully there'll be others. And keep recording your stuff. Keep sending it out. The cycle repeats itself, and as you develop new material, keep making new tapes, sending it out, publish it in places where you get noticed, and hopefully you'll start getting booked more, and you know, go from there. So, well, I'm gonna add to that. Go on. Don't ask to be booked on a show if you've never seen that show. Just like when I was in theater, I would never audition for a theater company if I've never seen any of their productions. It just sounds, sh- it's just shitty to me. Yeah, what well, depends. I will say it depends because I can't. I don't have time to go to every single show that I've ever been on beforehand uh but there are and there's so many of them and so i don't know so it depends depends where you're at but it is good advice general to know what the hell you're getting into too because it's good to know your audience so knowing the show that you're gonna be on would be good so you know what kind of shit to write for it and to uh prepare now if you only have three good jokes then you're gonna do those three good jokes whatever the fuck you do uh until until you get more material you know so you're kind of stuck but you know uh, yeah, uh, you can you can go either way with that, I would say. But if you're on the fence about comedy, I'd say just try it. Because if you hate it, you at least know that it's not for you and you can just move on. But if you love it, then you already got started and you can work on improving. So get out there and do it, sugar tits. Okay, so I have two left, but they're, but they're from the same person and they're related. Oh, cool. Like the questions are related or the people are related? The questions are related, yeah. Let's see. I have, can you hear me okay? I sure can. Okay, um, so I don't know why I just asked that. Uh, yeah, we've only been talking for an hour, but sure, yes. <laughs> so Jack from... What? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's pronounced Monmouth. Mon- it's oh, pr- it's Mammoth. 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 Mammoth? Yeah, like almost like a Willie Mammoth, but Mammoth. Like Mama. Okay. Like Mammoth. 
Mammoth. Okay, I'll leave it, the pronunciation to you in the future for uh, let's just say Jersey. Yeah, but... Jack from the armpit of America. Um, he uh, he asked two questions. First, he asked, "Has this podcast affected your relationship with any fraternity brothers?" Um, and that's a good, that's a question for you too. I would say that if they didn't talk to me before this podcast, they're still not talking to me, and I'm I'm cool with that. <laughs> I'm fine. Um, I, I think there was a couple naysayers at the beginning, but they've come around. Um, so I would say not really. I mean, I had I had one person reach out to me, which was um, um, an opportunity name. You know, his pledge, his pledge name was Share, right? Was it Share? I don't fucking know. Get out of the story, damn it! Well, he he just reached out to say he doesn't hate gay people, uh, and that was nice to know. Yeah. Um. So I feel like maybe we cleared that up, but. Um, aside from that, no, I don't think this affects my relationship with any fraternity brothers because I don't really have a relationship with fraternity brothers. So that's probably more of a question for you because you're more of the, um, social butterfly. Um, I mean, I feel like the people that I get along with are good people still in the fraternity because I've been groomsmen at a bunch of their weddings. So I have a lot of close friends that are still in the fraternity. I'm in a fantasy football league with a bunch of them. So I don't know. I feel like. Unfortunately for you, fortunately for me, the fraternity had changed a lot at, as when I came into it. And then once I was in it, uh, we started looking for more diversity as well. So it kind of helped change more the older uh, train of thought that you, the fuckheads that you were with <laughs> had. Because some of the stuff I've, I would hear those guys say, we would cringe, man. We'd be like, ugh. So... I don't know. I feel like yeah. I feel like I don't I, I don't really hang out with the terrible ones at all, uh, and the ones that I do well, are generally good people. So I'm good. Jack also asked, "What is something that you wish your fraternity did? If you restarted the fraternity at your alma mater, what would you do differently?" Hmm, well, Circle Jerk Tuesdays. I mean. I would love, I mean, to be like PC, I guess. I would I would love to say that I wish we did more community service and I wish we adopted a highway. But we did do a lot of community like, service. Yeah, yeah. I have to say, we had a lot of hours. We did. Uh, we won the, we won a bunch of community service awards. So I said, for as much drinking as we, we, did, we did, we're a pretty charitable organization. However, if I'm being really honest, I wish that we had like more like secret society type Yeah! You know, hoods and skulls and candlelit yes, or whatever. Like, like it's kind of hard to have like a ritual type meeting in the student union. Yeah. Where, you know what I mean? And cooler like secrets, you know, like final secrets. Like you find out like who really killed JFK. Not uh, some bullshit uh, about secret meetings and stuff. And it's like, ah, really? I don't know. Uh, totally. I would love for one of the fraternity houses to have had like a basement that's like just for ritual. And it was, you know creepy and yeah i don't know yeah. just 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 something that, that gets excited about a secret society I, I feel like it was to me it was just kind of like a club with a bunch of like dorks who were scared to read from like the ritual like scripts yeah and then you like show up and like there's like yo today you're gonna do a duel because this is like the shit we've been doing since 1842 cool Old secret shit. Totally. Yeah, I'm with you. Like, I'm not saying we need to sacrifice goats or anything like that. No, just keep it to, like, um, baby rabbits, you know? It's, it's more manageable. Totally. Easier to grab. Totally. <laughs> because there's so many of them. We can breed them ourselves. Yes. I, 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 like, envision, like, if I could build if I could build a fraternity house, there would be a secret room behind, like, a bookshelf. Yeah. And that's where Seema would rape people. <laughs> <laughs> Pulls the bookcase, and you wake up like bent over in this basement, like ah, what the hell? Sex sling. (laughs) Your pants are already pulled down. (laughs) I'm like, what's the password? You don't know the password? That's gonna be three pinkies for you. (laughs) Who's the third one? Oh, Dad, what are you doing here? (laughs) You know. So yeah, I just wish there was some cool stuff like that, like 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 fire torches and like. And like I cool torches, not like, you know, like KKK rally torches, uh, the ones that you buy at Walmart Correct. torches, Correct. not those torches. When you see a group of people hanging out in robes and with torches that are each a dollar, 
uh, you probably want to run, you guys. Those aren't definitely not. <laughs> there's not cool rituals there, uh, especially if you're like me, a minority. You're gonna run. So, or Simo's gay, so she should probably run too. Just uh, unless you're not white and proud, <laughs> you should run. Uh, all right. Anyway, so uh, I guess I'll go with my last two as well. And this one, you can both answer. Actually, there's two different questions. Now that I'm looking at them. And uh, there's a pretty good questions actually. Tim asked, if you had to fight any animal, what would it be and why? And well, I guess I would answer that with a question of my own, which is why am I fighting an animal? Am I like fighting for survival here? Or is it that I am a price fighter that is so good and badass at taking man out that now I'm forced to move outside of my species onto bigger and better things because again i'm just so cool and badass and everybody's like whoa uh that guy's too badass to fight uh you know you know he's gotta go against something other than a human uh, we have no chance i guess his badassery look at his sleeveless shirt yeah i'm confused tim if you're listening that's a dumb fucking question <laughs> what do you fucking mean by that i i don't know I, I don't like to lose, so it would be a small animal yeah. for sure. But, but here's the thing. This is where it gets tough because, I mean, yeah, you want to go against small, but I hate insects, and I'm super grossed out by lizards, so you got to gotta remove that out from the equation for me. And snakes? Ew, you can totally count that out. Uh, I know I can't take a gorilla, a shark, an alligator, a wolf, a lion, a tiger, any other big cat, and a thing like a rat or a raccoon or a squirrel, either they're small, they can be very vicious, and you can get rabies, which is scary. So, I feel like uh, I would go with something that's kind of along the lines of my current energy levels these days and fight the modern sloth. Uh, I guess they, they, they are super cute, but you know, people can get behind them as the good guy in the fight, and then you know, as a prize fighter, I could be the bad guy brother, and then you know, people would buy tickets to hopefully see the sloth. Uh, beat me and but they're also very slow so i feel like i have a good chance to get the upper hand and win this battle and then lastly they have those super sharp claws you know what i mean so even though at first they're not very intimidating uh those things can probably hurt and if you know if that thing is angry enough it might even tear the skin so you know that's a credible threat if you ever ask me so a sloth its own and i have a sloth calendar and they're you know they're very cute and again i really think i could take one so, and if not, well, I could at least I run mean, away from a, it. That's a strategic pick, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Fuck you, sloth. It's on. <laughs> I, you know what? I think seagulls are annoying. So if I had an opportunity to like fight one and like not have PETA after me, I think I would just ask for like a tennis racket and just like go to town at the I beach. I mean, last time you uh, went up against a seagull, you did lose and you ended up in a wheelchair. So let's let the record show. Well, then I guess this would be considered a rematch. <laughs> And then if you win, we get a best out of three, brother. And that's how you sell pay-per-views. Yeah. Hey. Well, that episode was deleted, so no one knows. Oh, that's true. That's true, because, uh, again, that episode is very faulty in its audio, and uh, we just had to delete it. Uh, too bad. Could have been a marvelous episode. A faulty and marvelous episode. You know. Anywho. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the last one that I have, and I guess the last one for the show... Is uh, from Emily. Ooh, she's a lady. And Emily asked, Hey guys, who was your first celebrity crush? And ooh, I like this question. And uh, I gotta say, this is a two pronged answer because the first real celebrity crush would totally be the pink Power Ranger, Kimberly from the OG Power Ranger series in the 90s. Oh, I remember her. Oh, yeah, I loved her. And she was in that Disney movie, Suzy Q, later on. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think she played a ghost, though, which is kind of scary. But uh, Isn't her last name Joe or something or something Joe? Yeah, Amy Joe or something. I don't know. She might have, like, three first names for her name. But I loved her. Uh, however, I did have, like, a weird thing when I was, like, a little kid for the for April in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle cartoon, you know? And I don't know. What... Oh, the yellow jumpsuit. Yeah. Yes. And, I'm, I mean, I must have been, like, two or three years old, so... I didn't know what to call it then, but now I definitely know that I just wanted to make sweet, sweet love to her in that yellow jumpsuit. You're two years old. I just graduated college. <laughs> okay, so I, you know, now that I look back, I just remember I had pictures of this girl named Vanessa Marcel in my locker, and she was on a bunch of shows. She was on Beverly Hills 90210 in the later season. She was in the show called um, Las Vegas. Ah. Oh, she was on General Hospital. 
as Brenda Barrett. And my mom watched her in the hospital. I just thought she was so beautiful. And I just, um, not looking back, I wonder if maybe I just wanted to be her. I don't know. But um, I was going to say, good cover, Simo. <laughs> But I do think that looking back, I used to watch all of Jonathan Taylor Thomas's movies and TV shows and everything. I just thought he was so cool. And looking back, I wonder if maybe I had a little crushy feel on him, but just didn't acknowledge it. JTT. So I would say probably him. JTT. I'm not gonna lie, I would have banged him. <laughs> Who wouldn't? Yeah, but if you look at him now, you're like, oh yeah. wow. He kind of looks exactly the same, but like 40, and that's kind of weird. It's kind of weird. Like like Haley Joel Osment is like Ooh, <laughs> oh yuck. yeah yeah he's seen better days. Uh, you guys just gave he's up. Like, I see dead people. Sad. I said, man, you should see a personal trainer because. <laughs> 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 you hurt, brother. <laughs> <laughs> on that note. yeah, on that note, uh, we hope that you enjoyed our questions from you guys. Uh, make sure you ask us more, and so by doing that. Make sure you follow us at Frat Chat Podcast and all social channels. That's on Facebook. That's on Twitter. That's on Instagram. And make sure you follow me at Carlos Does the World on Facebook, on Instagram, and at Carlos Does World on Twitter. And actually, check out my YouTube page, tiny.cc slash Carlos Does the World. And make sure you follow a good friend Simo over there at Seymour Comedy on the Twitter machine and at chris.more.comedy on Instagram. And last but not least, go buy yourself some clothes, brah. Check out the Moonlife Clothing at themoonlife.com and at the Moonlife Clothing on Instagram. And use promo code FRATCHAT to save yourselves 10%. And use promo code FRATCHAT when you're buying tickets to the greatest comedy show of all time at time.cc slash greatest comedy show and you'll save yourself 15%. So be using that promo code every way you can. It might save you some money. And on that note... Mr. Mo, I think they've had enough of you because they love me. So why don't you get us out of here, sir? Well, I'm going to motion to adjourn this meeting because I need to inspect every toilet for snakes. <laughs> yeah, uh, I second that motion and I second the snake search. It's on. So I second. All right. Bye. We'll be back next week. Hasta luego. Ciao. See you. <laughs>